0: We hope you enjoy this message and that it encourages and inspires you. For more information, head to Well,
1: It's so good to celebrate Mother's Day and it's so good to celebrate our mums and our ladies and um, to really focus on just all that you wonderful ladies do. Now, I want to say, as we've got a panel, we always have a panel on... Um, mother's day because it's always good to hear straight from the horse's mouth so to speak (laughs) how appropriate sorry (laughs) but thank you so much for being willing to share because this is a time of being vulnerable and as we talk about relationships and we talk about mums and things like that there always is vulnerability but we do this because we hope all of you and everybody online you can identify with these ladies and their journey and how they've had to trust God to be where they are today. Quite often we look at people and think they've had an amazing life. It's been so easy. It's all together. But it's when we hear their stories and unfold their journey, it's quite amazing to see just what you've been through. So thank you so much for being here. Lena. I'm going to start with you. Now, you're a mum. You're a grandma. Do you want to just... Just share a little bit about your family so you know, so we know how many kids you've got and, yeah, a little bit about the family.
0: Okay. It's really easy to look like we have had this amazing life. It hasn't all been the easy part that probably it will sound like today. I have three adult children. So I have Trenton, who's 34. He's married to Kate and their first Mother's Day for Kate with baby Wren. He's five months old and I can't get enough to see him because they live in New South Wales. Then I have Talia, who's 33 and she is uh, 32, nearly 33, and she has three children and they're here on the coast. So two girls and a little boy. So that gives me two of each grandkids, which is really, really the best and then I have Joel and he's um, has a beautiful partner Maddie and um, Joel just turned 30 so really blessed by our beautiful kids and even though at 15 my boys had me wondering whether this was a good thing um, <laughs> they went through that and they've come out the other side delightful young men as well as my beautiful girl and we still have really close relationships and that's the best my son who's the eldest phoned me the other day because he was really disheartened about um, not being able to get exactly what he wanted for his wife's first Mother's Day and just for him to talk it through and say, thanks for your encouragement, Mum. It's just the best.
1: That is amazing. So amazing. so amazing how our paths cross in different ways because Talia is teaching my grandson and um, that's amazing at um, preschool or um, kindy. Yeah, so that, that's awesome. So you had... Um, a great journey surrounded by kids. You've been a passionate primary school teacher and understand all about kids. Now the kids have left home, you've got the grandkids. So it's been quite a transition, quite a a journey. So how's the transition gone from raising your own kids now and... Now you're sowing into your grandkids. How how's that transition gone?
0: Well, you do the hard yards being the parent and then you reap the reward as the grandparent because <laughs> it is, I, I knew I would love them but I tell them if my heart swelled anymore, it would burst. So I just adore them. But I do adore lots of people and I would have had more children but my husband said, no, the babies would grow up.
1: So He's I just a wise man, isn't he?
0: <laughs> no, and I adopt other people like beautiful Beck over here and a few others around. So as if I haven't got enough children or grandchildren, I do try to gather a few more along the way. So if you need a grandie, pick me. <laughs> and um, But the, I love the mentoring process. I love to try to say, I've been there, I know. And, yes, it's tough, but, you know, this is a season. It will pass. How can we help you? What can we do? Um, the biggest thing for me transitioning from full time work to part time work is that now I have more time. And time is something that you just can't value enough because you need to have that time to be available for your kids, for your grandkids. And that's what I can do now. Mind my grandson every second Wednesday because Talia is teaching. And we have the best adventures. And they're just simple go to the beach and explore things or go for a rock path, you know, rock path make rock piles, go and splash in puddles in the rain and just the, the best things are simple and as a grandparent I've got the time to do that now and I can't value that enough.
1: You're an exciting grandmother by the sound of all that. you had a lot Watch of years of experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, just looking over your journey, so, so there has been quite a big journey and you've got your own kids, you've got partners, you've got your, your grandkids. <laughs> Has it always been easy?
0: No. <laughs> no, there have been times when Glenn and I have had some ups and downs and there have been times when, and that's not ill his fault, that's me too, um, certainly equal there. And um, the kids have, you know, been with that sort of thing. I struggled when we moved to Canberra and I wanted to come back because we were going for two years and 12 years later we came back. But um, so there have been tough times and I think the main thing is that availability of being able to just do for your children what you need to and put yourself second. Mm-hmm. So in the middle of the night when my sons would like to chat after midnight, you'd just have to stay up and chat even though you were desperately needing to go to sleep. That was when they were ready to share their hearts. So prioritising them. I hope I've answered the question
1: properly. You've done an amazing job. but It's so true, isn't it? You, you've got to reach a point where I've got to be the mature one here and I've got to go the extra mile for my kids. Look, what would you say to someone out there who's doing it tough at the moment? They're, they're thinking this season is never going to end or I wish this season would end. What would your advice be to them?
0: I think allow yourself to be vulnerable and do ask for help because there's a whole lot of us here that really do understand what it's like and have been there and we want to help. If we possibly can, we really would. So I think that's where the small group part really helps because you feel safe. But I want you to be able to be courageous to say, this is tough. Is there someone who can give me a hand because we would love to. Okay,
1: so reaching out so important. Yep. Your last question, your mum's here. Alsa. good to have you here. But you're here every Sunday because you're part of our church and that is amazing. But it's so lovely to have you speaking today and you've got your mum here. So I want to ask you a question. Just with your mum, what's something you've implemented um, into your parenting skills because you've learnt it from your mum?
0: My mum has always been incredibly faithful. So I've learnt to have faith in who mum calls her master. And I learnt that availability from my mum who would proofread assignments at 1am in the morning for me when she'd wake up and check on me and make me a cuppa in the middle of the night when I was doing uni. And servanthood, faith and availability from my beautiful mum.
1: Wow, wow, that is so awesome, so honouring. That's so wonderful, How, how special. Yeah. Lynn, thank you so much for, for, for sharing your journey. I'm sure we all identify with these things, don't we? Thank you so much. I've got Beck next on my list here, so I'll follow my list. I thought
2: I had ages.
1: <laughs> yeah. Beck, yeah. it's so lovely to have you here. being willing to share the journey. Now, you grew up in Brisbane. Um, you were part of, you had five other brothers and sisters, so six children in your family. Yeah. Um, your parents were divorced when you were a teenager, so obviously quite a bit of a different journey. Um, just before I ask you any further questions, tell me who's in your family today, so that we know.
2: Yeah. Yes. So I have um, Oscar and Miller. Oscar's twelve, and Miller is eleven. And then I um, have jumped into a step-parent role, not officially. Um, so I have three other children that um are in my heart
1: so you're used to having a lot of children around you aren't you even when you were growing up
2: I wanted a big family I just didn't want to have all those children
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's a lot of ladies that could identify with that today so you got your big family but you didn't have to go through it all wow yeah yes just a question then do you think any of um what you went through in your teenage years and with the divorce and everything has um, shaped your thinking as a parent today?
2: Yeah, I think similar to what Lynn was saying about uh, being intentional as a parent. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, when I, was, when I was growing up, like, my mum had six children, she was busy, and I think, I don't know if anybody else did this, but I think somewhere along the line I kind of had this idea or expectation of what that mother-daughter relationship should look like. Should be coffee dates and shopping sprees and chats at midnight. Um, You know, but the reality in my situation growing up was that my mum didn't have much spare time and she didn't, there were no resources for shopping sprees. So, um, you know, there's that whole expectation versus reality and the reality is okay. it, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not, it's, I think it's when we compare it to other people that sometimes, you know, we feel like we're missing out. But I think uh, I'm now in a situation where I do have more time and resources than my mum had, so I'm able to be a little bit more intentional. Uh, and I agree 100%. I think kids need our time. And I, I don't always do that well, but I try and invest yeah.
1: Yeah. that
2: one-on-one time with all of them, even my extra children, when that, I
1: can. That is so important. Isn't it amazing we have our expectations as a kid, don't we? We have our expectations, this is how my relationship's going to be. And we just see it through the eyes of a child, don't we, and what I want. And obviously, even though there's six kids, you wanted those times with your mum. And I think when we get a bit older, we look back through different eyes and we understand the circumstances, whereas as we're growing up, we don't understand those circumstances. Yeah. and. I think for all of us, we get a bit bitter or we feel a bit hard done by because the dream hasn't come true, which makes it very difficult. And thanks for just sharing part of that because I think that makes sense to a lot of us Mm. as we look at that big journey. So obviously with all that happening, you didn't have a particularly close relationship with your mum. Was that just life or did it bring challenges you had to work through later on uh
2: i mean it was just life so you do just work with what you've got but i think uh the challenge then which god so beautifully has always done is brought in other women into my life uh, just to fill the gap and i've always had older friends or older women around me that i've been able to learn from Um, You know, and even in this church, I've got beautiful women around me, beautiful girlfriends, beautiful older women that um, I know love and care about me and are are cheering me on. And I think that that, um, that's really beautiful. So there's always challenges and life is not, you know, the white picket fence, Uh, maybe it is for some or for a season, but most of the time it's just got challenges weaved all the way through. and I think that if we accept relationships for what they are, mm-hmm. um, be grateful for what they are, and then just bring in other people and resources yeah. to um, to make life more full. Does
1: awesome. that make sense? That certainly makes sense. A bit bit like Lynn said, go and get help, talk to other people, have an open heart. There's more than just one person that can speak into your life. And I think that's coming through for all of you as you're sharing. So that's really special. Are there any decisions you have made as a parent to say, I don't want the same thing to happen to my kids as the challenges I had to go through? Yes. Mm,
2: It's probably a long list. Okay. I'm probably doing some things well.
1: Yep, yep.
2: Probably doing a lot of things not so well. Yeah. But I think it's really important for me um, to deal with my own stuff as a mum. Because I think if we deal with our own stuff and we process things, then that allows us to be a better mum. We're not going to, you know, project that stuff onto our kids. Yeah. Um, And also just being... Intentional about the kind of relationship that we do want with our children because I think if we, if we don't give it some time and some energy, we can quite easily end up in the same place that we don't, that we didn't want to end up in because yep. we just kind of coast along because yep. uh, we'll do what what we saw done, you know, for or to us. Yes. So just doing the work and, you know, learning new skills and, and being intentional.
1: Yep.
2: I don't always get it right, but
1: that's, that's what I'm aiming for. And thanks for trying to do that and working hard on that. I think a lot of people think well, what happened to me, is gonna to happen to my kids, but we have the power, don't we? We've got the power to make a difference, to stop what's happened in the past to us so that our kids can have a more healthier future. And I think every mum needs to hear that they've got that power. Just one last question, Beck. thank you for that. Okay, we, we try so hard to do things differently, Um, yeah, as you reflect back on your journey of being a parent, um, this far with an 11-year-old a 12-year-old, um, what does the landscape look like?
2: Um, I don't know, probably just, just leading on from, from what I was sharing, just, just taking it one day at a time, taking it one step at a time. I'm in this season with the kids now where they're not quite teenagers, so they're really, they love their mum and they tell me that they love me and they're pretty well behaved and um, I'm just enjoying that season that we're in at the moment.
1: What a lovely season. Enjoy every moment of it and milk it for Don't all it's Don't have
2: me on next year or <laughs> any years after maybe.
1: Milk it for all it's worth. Teenage years are coming. <laughs> but... Yeah. Thanks so much, Beck. Really appreciate that. Thank you. And over to Justine. Justine, for people who don't know you, can you just share a bit about your family so we know the kids and your husband and all those sorts of things?
3: Sure. Um, I have two boys, Billy and Harry, which a lot of people do know them around here. Um <laughs> They, Billy is 12 and Harry is 10, so similar ages to Beck's children. Um, and my lovely husband, Dave. We've been married 15 years. Um, yeah, and yeah.
1: That's great. <laughs> and is it a good season?
3: It is a good season. I'm the same as Beck. We're just, just yeah. This morning, they're still at that cute, cute enough stage that they love and value like their mum and. Had a, But old enough, I got a full cooked breakfast this morning. I was going to so. say, did you get
1: breakfast in yes, bed? Not oh, in bed, wow.
3: but they actually cooked it themselves. So I think Dave oh. got off easy as well. So. Oh. But
1: yeah, they're
3: good age. It's just that in between.
1: So. Doesn't get any better than that, does it?
3: Yeah. <laughs> so awesome.
1: Yeah. But I suppose your journey hasn't always been roses. I remember in last year in the Mother's Day um, video, you shared about losing your mum when you were a teenager and just how difficult that was. Do you recall how that impacted you at that time?
3: Yeah. um, So, as a teenager, I um, watched my mum go through, battle through cancer um, for quite a few years, um, on and off. She had um, melanoma cancer and. like tumours and was diagnosed and then she'd have that removed and we'd have a year and she'd be, you know, we'd be all good and then another one would pop up. And um, so the last one she had, um, I had just turned 20. Um, Dave and I had just got engaged. Um, And, yeah, so it was a very tricky time and at that stage the doctors had said, you know, it's terminal, we can't remove this one uh, where it is. Um, Yeah, so thankfully my mum and dad, I was brought up in a beautiful Christian home, um, very faithful parents. Um, So they had, mum just had very, very strong faith. So um, we battled through that, yeah, together. Um, But yeah, it was a very tricky time. Um, Just, you know, as a, 20-year-old, young 20-year-old getting engaged um, and then having, you know, that excitement but also having the um, family, you know, yeah, it was it was really quite difficult.
1: Yeah. So. Sure, a very bittersweet time because yeah. of stuff celebrating but stuff you're grieving at the same time and how difficult. Yeah. 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 Thanks so much for sharing that and just... Um, as you, you journeyed from there, obviously, you had two younger brothers. Was there a sense that you are the, the sister or did you have to mother them a little bit? or uh,
3: Yeah. How, um, did, how
1: did it pan out? <laughs> because this is very different. Yeah, so yeah. I'm surrounded
3: by all boys, which is <laughs> how it is, but that's okay. Um, so, yeah, um, six months after Dave and I got married, um, mum passed away. Um, so that was yeah very tricky it was wonderful she was at our wedding Um, it was beautiful she was very 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 ill um, the week leading up to the wedding she was in hospital and it was whether or not she'd be at the wedding but she made it and she was I was the only daughter so she was yeah adamant to get to the wedding and be there for me Um, and then yeah the six months after um, was tricky because I just moved out of home moved in with Dave like starting our Marriage and then I was sort of back and forth at mum and dad, still trying to help dad with mum um, and try and, you know, be the female of the house with them. Um, and then after she passed away, yeah, just being there for my brothers, um, my older brother, I've got one older and one younger, Josh, which most of you know, he's here as well. Um, yeah, I felt I had, to, yeah, it was a very challenging. First year or so of marriage, trying to get that balance of trying to be a new wife, but also trying to be at home with dad and my my brothers, trying to yeah cook for them, make sure that they were okay eating properly, and um, as the mother of instinct sort of kicked in, um, yeah, being that only girl of the house, they were very capable, all of them, but I don't know, I just had that motherly instinct already, just that was. Yeah,
1: it's something that just kicks in, isn't it? Yeah. When when you're a lady to to be the mother, and thank you so much for what you did. Thank you for for having that to kick in and to be there for them. I'm sure they appreciate it so much. Now a bit like Beck, because she wasn't really close with her mother that you know during that time, and then probably navigating life since then. How have you gone about? navigating life, to to be a mum, to be a mum to the kids, uh, you know. How have you managed to learn what you need to learn and navigate, um, yeah, to be the mum that you are today and obviously do an amazing job?
3: Um, Yeah, it's it's tough. I've had many moments that I've, yeah, broken down (laughs) um, and just want my mum, just want her to help me be a mum. Um, it's been a struggle, but I guess, um, yeah, Dave's been my biggest support, um, he's been great. So, um, together we've worked it out, um, but, yeah, it's, um, at moments, like, that I've found myself, you know, like Beck said, you sort of have expectations, you see other people going out for lunch with their mum and their baby, and it's, you know, and I've never had that, never, never met, like my boys have never met their, um, Oma, so, um, but just making, being intentional to make sure that they know who she is, and also being the mum that I know my mum would have wanted me to be, so, um. Yeah, I do see lots of her come out in me. Yeah. Um, lots of her, yeah, creative and extra. Like be extra for the kids and make sure that yeah they get the special things. And yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Thank you for sharing that. What did to- what a deep journey. I suppose I can identify with you losing my mum when I'm 17, but it's amazing, is it, to see other people who've got their mum and they can still talk to her and get advice, but you don't have that and you have to still do the journey. You have to do it the best you can. And I just want to congratulate you on the amazing family you've got and just how well you've done the journey. So thank you. Thanks for your faith that's really yeah. stepped out. Yeah.
0: Just as I've listened to all of us, I don't think we have said out loud and yet I know sometimes it's as easy as saying, oh, well, yes, also we breathe because each of us, I know, I'm sure, are praying all the time. And I haven't said that explicitly, but I think I needed to say explicitly, never underestimate the power of prayer. My goodness, my mum prays over everyone in her family every single day. And I tell her that that is the most valuable thing she could do. So I just thought to say explicitly, we pray because God wants to help us. He's, I tell the kids at school, he's like your best ever daddy. He wants to keep you safe. He wants to keep you happy. He wants to provide for you. He wants good things for you. So anyway, power of a praying parent is just
1: gold. Great, great. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for sharing. Now, we've heard your side of the story. We're going to hear, and you don't know this, we're going to hear another side of your story. So I'm going to ask Glenn, Oscar, Billy and Harry to come up and they're going to give us a little bit about their side of the story for their mum or their wife. And we're just going to hear a tribute. So if you want to just stand behind the appropriate lady. (laughs) Now, we might start with you, Glenn, just to give a tribute to Lynn. thank you.
4: That's why I don't look at her, that's why it's good. I just want to honor you for being such a wonderful wife and grandmother, uh, wife, mother and grandmother. Just from the early days with young kids, we were in a pretty isolated existence and didn't have any family, so close by, but Lynn did all the time, all the stuff with the kids. I was flat out with work, she was helping me with my work as well, but putting all that time, effort and making kids so... Moved to Canberra, she said, and then that time juggling uh, a full-time job and also doing all the stuff that she talked about with the kids in the teenage years and those midnight discussions when I was often travelling away with work. That was her job, often alone. So all that season. But now, of course, as the most uh, wonderful and fun Granny Smith, (laughs) just watching the joy on the grandkids' faces, uh, (gasps) that Granny! and they yell and they run at 300 miles an hour and give her a hug because just seeing that joy in their face because she pours so much in her. So thank you for being such a wonderful wife, mum and grandma. Thank you so much, Glenn. Now, Harry and Billy, do you want to
1: share about your mum?
3: I love my lovely mum because she puts other people before herself and she's really just generous with her money and her time. I love you, mum. I love my brilliant mother because she keeps us safe and protects me. She always knows what's best for us and I love her lots. I love you, Mum.
1: Thank you so much. Now, Oscar, do you want to share about your mum?
2: Mum, thank you for all you have done for me and Miller,
0: and you still are doing more. I'm proud of the way you look after me like when you tuck me in and pray for me. And when you, when I need help with my homework, you come and help me. I'm also proud of you for building your own massage business and treating others like Jesus would. I hope you know how much I love you. Happy Mother's Day.
1: So do you want to just all stay up here because we want, we want to pray. We want to pray for all the ladies out there, not just the mums, but all the ladies. Because as, as you've heard, as these ladies have shared their journey it's not all easy and I think for every mom or every lady there's parts of your journey where your heart hurts or there's pain or you wished it worked out better or you wished you had a better relationship and it is hard and it is, is difficult and as they've shared it's, it's through the power of prayer it's just knowing God is there to heal the heart where it needs to be healed and he doesn't just take everything away, but He does a healing and helps you understand the journey. And as you ladies have said, you, you've got to understand the journey along the way and just what season you're in and how special that is. So, so let me pray. Lord, I want to say thanks so much. Thanks so much for your amazing, amazing faithfulness in the journey. Thank you for the stories that we've heard, Lord, from Lynn and Beck and Justine. Thanks, Lord, that you've been there for them and you've looked after them. And God, today as we pray for ladies, we want to pray for for ladies who've got an ache in their heart because of not having a good relationship with their mum, or ladies who are going through pain because their mum's no longer there, for uh, ladies who've desired to have children but haven't been able to for... Ladies who may be desiring to be married, but it's never happened. Or for ladies who's who've gone through a breakup, Lord, we want to pray for them. We pray for mums who whose kids may be overseas and they don't see them very much. For mums who are just struggling at the moment and just want to get through this season. For mums who've been praying so long for kids to come back to Jesus and they haven't and They keep praying for mums that just feel that no one else understands or they haven't had the privilege of sharing their journey and reaching out for help. I pray Lord that you'd give them the tenacity and the strength to reach out and get the help that they need. But Lord, today as it's Mother's Day, as we celebrate every lady for who they are, that they are beautifully and wonderfully made. I pray, Father, that you'd help every single lady reach their potential in Jesus to become the person that you want them to come, to not get stuck in circumstances or situations or what-ifs or maybes or wanting to redo part of their life or do a retake. I pray, Father, that you will just release every lady to step up to know that they are fearfully and wonderfully made, that you love them right where they're at. You've created them the unique person they are and you've put them together so wonderfully. May they know strength and grace. And I pray, Lord, that they would know that they were beautiful, that they are accepted, that they are loved and that you think they are amazing. So Lord, I pray a blessing on every single lady in Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Thank you so much and thank you so much for sharing your hearts.